Your positive, positive, positive imprint. 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 Stories are everywhere. People and their positive action inspire positive achievements. Your PI could mean the world to you. Get ready for your positive imprint. Well, hello, this is Catherine, your host of the podcast, Your Positive Imprint, the variety show featuring people all over the world whose positive actions are inspiring positive achievements. Exceptional people rise to the challenge. Music by the talented Chris Knoll. Check out his music and learn so much more about his pretty rad, awesome background. ChrisKnoll.com. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Your Positive Imprint. Connect with me on LinkedIn. Check out my YouTube channel, Your Positive Imprint, and my website, YourPositiveImprint.com, where, of course, you can sign up for email updates to learn more about the podcast, as well as listen to the podcast, or, of course, listen from any podcast platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, any, or just your favorite podcast platform. Your Positive Imprint. What's your PI? How do you deal with the new reality? Where do you pull your inspiration from? What is your reality today? Is it making a financial decision? Maybe an employment choice or a school choice? Or is your journey right now about health? Well, today's guests are some of the most positive people I've had the pleasure of knowing. A journey of inspiration and positive imprints with Galen, a mother, and her son, Christian, a teenager with a life-changing diagnosis. I've not gone a day without thinking about them and how their positivity changes my own life. The two share how they remain positive and hopeful. Galen DeVisser and Christian DeVisser, welcome to the show. <laughs> thank you for having us. Yeah. Oh my god. Glad gosh. to be here. Oh, Christian, thank you so much. Well, you both are out in Germany and you listen to the podcast and I'm just so thankful for that. Yeah. We love listening to your podcast and especially on the many long drives that we've had yeah. together. Yeah. You're here, both of you, to share your journey, your positive imprints. Our positive imprints, of course, abound across continents. Before we get into the diagnosis of glioblastoma, I want to talk about Christian, his life, his journey of his own positive imprints. People in Germany have noted and have appreciated his own inspiration during his time of need, yet he is the one that is positive and inspirational for others. You were born in United States. What was life like growing up in the military? It was nice, actually. I got to see a lot of places other kids wouldn't, like a lot of adults wouldn't be able to see. I was in Bahrain, Japan, and Bogota. And Japan and Bogota are the ones I remember the most, and we visit the most places. As a middle school child witnessing poverty in Bogota, Christian's sense of helping others became ingrained. The poverty affected his own positive imprints and how he would continue living his own life. There was a huge poverty in Bogota, and I am going to be a lot more grateful for what I had than I would have otherwise. And I haven't realized how, well, happy I am. 
Christian explains how the intense pollution brought about legislation with regard to the use of cars and bikes. One thing was a more active lifestyle. In Bogota, there's a, like, every week, half the main streets are shut down for something called ciclovia, where they uh, cut down on pollution and the roads open to bikes and bikes only. What did you think about the fact that they were closing down for pollution purposes? Now that I look back on it, it's a bit scary because back then I didn't really think about it. But yeah, it's a bit harrowing. I think it's right word uh, that it had gotten so bad in the city. Well, it also opened up parts of the city to people who normally wouldn't travel. They wouldn't travel to those parts of the city, mainly because unless you're working in a different area, you, you live and you stay in your area. You don't normally travel all over, but the streets, the main streets, they'll take you through different parts of Bogota that maybe you wouldn't be in otherwise. And so it's just a mix of every type of person, social class aside, and they're all out there just riding bikes and having fun and jogging or skateboarding or, but the fact is, is they're not in their cars and everyone is, yeah, together. I think that's one of the main things that it does is it brings people together also. Yeah. As a matter of fact, that was a a model for other cities is, is what Bogota did. It's miles and miles. Suzanne was, I think she was four. And she had to learn how to ride a bike right away. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, and it could, Christian said it could be harrowing. It could be because you know what? If you're not moving, get out of the way because there are thousands and thousands of people. So, yeah. Really? It, it was pretty good for the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's all the little bikes along the way. It, it created a little economy of its own bike repair stops they were like every other block and i'm sure they made a killing on those days when you're young you don't think about the pollution and what it's going to do for climate change or for anything i view it a lot differently than if we hadn't gone there the pollution over there was pretty bad looking back i'm surprised that they might have even done it at all because uh, a lot of places they won't go to such extremes unless they're forced to. You know what? That's a good point. Something I think needs to be changed. That's one city putting out all of that pollution. And look at how many cities there are around the world. Our footprint in Bogota is not small. <laughs> there are millions of people, but... It does bring awareness. And they also have other things there, like a no car day where you're not allowed to drive unless it, you're, I, I think, a taxi. You have to have a special it depends permit. On, I remember. But, that. you know, like the school bus could go. Yeah. And but people have to find another way to work. So. And then the other days, I think it was over a month, it depended on your license plate. You can only drive certain days, depending on your license plate. One of the important factors here that you're talking about is that people made do, right? Yep. So they, they did. They found it. other ways. 
Being a member of a Boy Scout troop was important to Christian, but in Bogota there was no formal Boy Scout troop, so he would join what's called the Lone Scouts. Other boys his age would get together and work on projects, badges, all part of a legacy of positive imprints. Later, Christian proudly completed his Eagle Scout project. An Eagle Scout project, it's like one last act before you leave regular Boy Scouts to provide for the community. For some, it's repairing and furnishing a volunteer center. Uh, But for me, it was creating something called a whisper phone, which is to help kids and including some with hearing disabilities, learn how to speak properly. If they were stuttering or not saying a word correct, you would hold the whisper phone up to your ear and you would speak into it and then you'd hear your own voice. Just for kids in general, because classrooms could be noisy, kids can have their whisper phone and they can hear themselves And when you can speak out loud, it makes reading so much easier than just in your head. So, yeah, that was really, that was really neat. Yeah, that is a neat project. Of course, that falls into my area of being a literacy specialist. Yeah, I built them out of PVC pipe and uh, duct tape. The PVC pipe, I, uh, I measured and cut lengths of pipe and then use the two elbow joints to look like a phone. And then I covered them with colorful duct tape for the kids. Did you get to deliver them? Not to the class, but to the uh, principal. And they were actually the host of uh, of our troop. Too bad you didn't get to go into the classroom and see the kids using them. Yeah. Yeah. I think you made about 80 pair. Yeah. Because he made two in each package. One was to leave in the classroom and one was to take home. And it so. was much cheaper than the uh, commercial uh, version. A lot cheaper for them, for the parents and the school. How do you feel that that carried you or changed you moving forward? Um, to help people more when you have the opportunity so, Christian, in a few words, what what makes this volunteer work so important as opposed to starting a business and paying everybody to do these things? I know I'm not doing it for me. I'm doing it for others. It, yeah, it makes me feel better to help people, but I'm not gaining any money or anything like that from this. So that's what makes it feel better for me. It has an effect on me, but it won't change how I live, except in a positive way. But it will change other people. Yes, yes, you're right. Wow, well, thank you, Christian, so much for sharing those experiences. Now your journey takes you from South America to... United States, and Germany, where you are now. So you haven't been in Germany too many years, but you've been there long enough to dive into the culture, 
one thing I love about uh, Germany in general is the churches, all the churches over here. They uh, show a lot of history. On the side of the road, outside of our town, there are little shrines everywhere. I find really endearing. It brings me to a bit of a reflective state, I think. And uh, thinking about how I got here, my journey, as well as my family. And uh, I, well, another thing about them is how wonderful they look. Like um, one right outside, it might not be uh, the grandest one you've seen, but it's, uh, it's like personalized to the area. There are little things that you wouldn't find in anywhere else. Yeah, almost every little town has a grotto or a shrine. The part of Germany we live in, in Bavaria, is very Catholic, but a lot of people go to these shrines. Who knows what their religious affiliation would be? They might just want to say a prayer of thanks or something, but people leave candles. It's not something generally that you enter. It might just be something on the side of the road that has like a, 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 a gate in front of it. And you just come with your candle and you just stick it through the, the gate in there. And yeah, they're really beautiful. Oh, reflection is a good thing no matter what age you are. I'm glad that you take the opportunity to reflect and on your own journey. And of course, your journey is, is quite different from many journeys of people your age, yet you handle your journey with such positivity and with kind of elegance in your journey where you don't look at it as anything but a journey and what you are dealing with. And so what we're talking about here is your recent diagnosis of glioblastoma. If we can start with the explanation of what it is. Well, uh, glioblastoma, it's a tumor in either your brain or spine. Mine was in the thalamus. It's on the left side of my head. And um, it was a real shock and to us, but it, I think it brought our family closer and uh, made, me, made me reevaluate life and gave me a better look, outlook on life. I was diagnosed uh, right before my 20, 20th birthday, and right now I am 21. So it came to a real shock, but I was happy to get out and be able to celebrate when I was out of the, before I got out of the hospital. Age for me, it did come to a bigger, as a bigger shock than I thought it would have. <laughs> you don't expect something like this when you're young. And of course but. not, of course not. I'm so sorry for your diagnosis, but I'm very happy that you are in a place where you are so positive and onto your next journey. Every day we wake up, new journey, new day. And something about you, Christian, so you already had a very positive outlook on life. Your outlook 
obviously changed because your journey has shifted in a different direction. I don't want to talk about the physicalities of the disease. I want to talk about the journey, how you inspire, how your positive imprints are globally affecting all over the world. How did you keep yourself positive? My family was a, was the biggest help. They were positive all the way through with it. Uh, when I was in the uh, hospital, my mom would, she would come by and bring uh, breakfast. And then after she would leave, my, my father would come in for a couple hours after work. And I, even, even the priests, they came by and we were very happy about that. And it, I, yeah, family was the biggest uh, thing that helped me stay positive. And after that, it was the community. Like they brought a basket of little games, like a puzzle for after I had gotten out and a card game for my mom and I to play while we were sitting around. And then other people uh, had come by. It was very heart heartwarming to see. When you are going in for chemotherapy, you always ask about other people. And you're very concerned about the well-being of of your team. Christian, is there any, any positive imprint that came upon you during your lifetime or any experience that you really realized that it changed you, that helped you with this journey? Or is, has it been everything put together? It was all together, a cumulative effect of everything that my life had been to this point. Uh, from my family being my support group for this, to uh, Boy Scouts, it helped me think about stuff and how we interacted with the other military families. It, all of that, it together helped me get through it. Knowing your experience of support, but also knowing how you are inside and your own reflective being, what could you tell somebody who does not have that type of support, how to remain positive, how to continue a journey with positivity and hope? Well, first thing is, it does get better. I, at first it was like, now what am I going to do? But I worked it out. This isn't the end. All of this, you will get past it. And um, yeah, it will get better. And helping others can help yourself. That's a very profound statement. Thank you for sharing that. What are some of the things with helping people that help you? Well, helping the thing that helps me about helping others is, well, how happy 
they are to receive that help. That's how, that's part of what motivates me and it makes me happier in return. That's such a great outlook. Thank you, Christian. Galen, you being a mom, this was a shock to you. You have always been one to be out in the field, out in the world, volunteering, and always busy in that respect. And this did not change. Well, it actually hasn't been that difficult because Christian is, he's just such an easygoing person. When Christian was little, he was diagnosed with neurofibromatosis which is in his case, it's NF1. Having NF put him at risk for cancer, although it is highly unusual to have brain cancer, especially as a young adult, even with NF, it's not usual at all. It's not difficult to stay positive around Christian or with Christian because he's already that way. And even with this diagnosis, I'm telling you, he's had three surgeries, radiation, months and months of chemo, and even feeling sick, no energy, he's still easygoing. He's still happy. It actually made even volunteering or or finding things for him to do that were helpful it made it actually even easier because he needed those things. He really needed those because everyone needs a purpose. And when there are things that are taken away from you, for instance, driving, school, his job, all of those things went away overnight. And having a new purpose is really, I think, what has kept him and the rest of the family actively involved and kind of on track. And he may have this diagnosis, but glioblastoma has not kept him down. There are things about it that have affected him, like his short-term memory and Maybe if he's tired, you know, finding certain words, but for the most part, he still has a a happy, sunny disposition. He wants to help people and it's easy to be involved with somebody and want to do things with someone, especially your own son, when they're that willing to do it and they want to. So it just makes it easier. You just have to find something positive that you're living for, no matter what the circumstances are. And I say that now, and I hope to continue to think and say that in the future, because that's how I feel. And that's really how Christian feels. And so it's not a stretch and it's not difficult to want to do things. Remarkable. You're truly, truly inspirational, the two of you, and you are blessed to have family support that you do, but that background, Christian, that's been provided to you by your parents for you to go out and volunteer that in itself, that volunteer work, 
the helping of the people around the world is helping your journey today. The positive imprints, what people do for other people, for the planet, for everything else, that they're there forever. And so you're reaping those benefits of your own positivity. We have seen that time and time again. We have a strong faith in our family and from the many, many people in our lives, friends and family, community who have prayed for Christian, who have sent messages, yourself included, it's just so many. Several months ago, uh, he participated in the Relay for Life. That was one fundraising opportunity where we were actually able to see and be around other people for the first time in months. It was really amazing. If you want to talk about positive imprints, go get involved in Relay for Life because it was, you know, it, it makes, <laughs> it just makes you want to do more because everybody's there to make a difference. Everybody's there to help find a cure for cancer. Everybody's there to, to make their own positive imprint. Christian raised money earlier this year for the Glioblastoma Foundation and he volunteers at the USO on post and all of those things, I think they have a, a positive they, imprint they do, on me. Well, they do, but also on everyone around him. And I love your tagline and I love your positive imprint. What's your PI? Because I hadn't really thought about the words positive imprint so much before. And when you hear that, it makes you think, what is my positive imprint? What am I leaving behind? What am I doing to make things better? So I think that's really important in, in today's world. Everybody can do something, and no matter how small, it can be something. I appreciate that. You both have been extremely inspiring with everything that you have said. I would like to give you the opportunity to share your last inspiring words here on the show. So who wants to go first? Uh, I'll go first. Stay positive and stay hopeful. Those are great words. Thank you, Christian. Thank you just so much for sharing your journey. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. I don't have anything profound. I really don't. I'm just going to say that I look at him and if I'm looking for inspiring words, I'm just going to look at him. <laughs> Because that's where I kind of get my inspiration from these days, really. So oh, that's so sweet. Galen, the journey is an incredible journey your family is on. You inspire me every day. I don't go a day without thinking about you. Wow. So, ever. Thank you. With all of my own issues, Christian, your inspiration for me has been incredible for me for my own journey, and I appreciate you. So we will end with, as Christian said, stay hopeful and stay positive. Thank you, Galen, Christian, for being here on Your Positive Imprint. Great. Thank you, Thank Catherine. You. Thanks for having us. Thank you. I just love doing this podcast and sharing such inspirational guests with you. Learn more about Christian's brain tumor from glioblastomafoundation.org. G-L-I-O-B-L-A-S-T-O-M-A foundation.org. 
please leave positive reviews and don't forget to hit that download, subscribe, or follow button. Your positive imprint. What's your PI?